to slurp over the weekend? <laughs> There's just always close-ups of butts. <laughs> Even the kid from Stranger Things? Have you? I was gonna yeah, say, uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> Every time he gets on a board. It's his butt beach. We're all just living it. Uh, Word. Fuck, Take heavy. back the butt beach. We'll give him a bow. We're frantically Oscar baiting as we speak. <laughs> give Shane one back after I said that he didn't know what taints were. <laughs> that I didn't know what they were? Yeah, that's what I said. I didn't said. realize that was what was implied. Yep. I can just tell you right now. <laughs> what? You're right. <laughs> my scrotum goes directly into my asshole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're really Randall brave. always gets the best isolated sentences from me. <laughs> I know what a bad testicle situation when it's staring me in the face. Extraordinaire Shane Hosey, his pitch please host and creator, Carolyn May. Hello. Thank you, Kelly's Olympian in Portland. This is Pitch Please, Portland's premier podcast where we take very talented local comedians, make them pitch us movies off the top of their head, off the back of their ass. Of anywhere they can find it. It's very fun. We're going to be recording as a podcast, so please keep shout-outs as a minimum, except for when we get to the audience applause round. And then shout-out really hard for who you think should win the rounds, because you are deciding our winners. Okay, let's see. We have a lot of talent, a lot of talent coming up. But first, I'm going to get uh, the person who draws posters live on stage with me. You know him from the Hosey Hustle. Let's get Shane to the stage. Round of applause, Shane does wrestling. <laughs> he does spec script. Ooh! He's a glorious specimen. Well, it would really Shane. funny if there was something on my shirt. Yeah. Or if you were just bare chested. Just bare chested, yeah. For With something shaved into my chest hair. Yeah, oh. Like, hi, everybody. Like your new chops continue into the rest yeah, of your hair. Yeah, all the way down the body. Lovely, lovely. On that note, hark. Hark, what is that I hear? It's a Ben Harkins. Let's get him to the stage. He has a show on Portland Public Access. It's called The Ben Harkins Show on Portland Public Access. <laughs> Maybe not. Let's see what he sells. Hello, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Excellent. What's your show called? Uh, it's called The Ben Harkins with Ben Harkins. See? You know it. You love it. It, uh... <laughs> It's hard to get that one right for some reason. Right? I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna continue the tradition of not. I think everybody who brings me up feels exactly the same way. <laughs> That's a great way to start it. Uh, ben, what studio name are you playing as this evening? Uh, just for Men Studios. <laughs> There's your Just Ben being Just for Men. Who doesn't? Don't applaud too hard at that. That's, we'll see the, how it plays out. All the pitches out. will be Just for Ben. <laughs> Okay, let's move right along. Got a lot of people. Um, going to the light. Laura Ann, coming to the light. Let's get Laura Ann Whitley to the stage. You know her, you love her. She's on Let's Stand Up. She's going to be pitching tonight. Coming right up to the stage. Hello, welcome. How are you? 
I'm great, thank you. Excellent. Uh, what, and this is how you really get to know our contestants, first of all, what is your studio name this evening? The Avant Gardetto Studios. Ah, those are like a chip or a cookie? They're like a cracker mix. They're in like the freaky chip aisle with ah. like the bugles and like the weird pretzels. The so, aisle of misfit chips. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but the avant-garde misfit chips, I could go for some. So, so far very product related, very ready, very branded. Let's keep that going. On your Marcus, get set, Coleman. Let's get Marcus Coleman to the stage. Will I run out of these? I don't know, sometimes I do. Are they all written there? <laughs> Have them all written down. Keep them in a file. Marcus, welcome, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Yay, we're pumped. Uh, Marcus, what is your studio name this evening? Uh, Three-Fifth Studios. Ah. <laughs> and last but not least, all that glitters is Ali Rheingold to the stage. Hey, that was my Hosey Hustle title with her. You can't see really? that joke. Well, you and I are very simple and similar. It's my most listened to episode still. Really? Congratulations. Ooh, uh, everybody else should feel mildly threatened by that. Ali, welcome. Thank you so much. And thank you for braving what is an alleged hangover. Uh, it's a pretty bad hangover. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm just very tired. It was a late night last night. You should all be very intimidated by that. Oh, yeah, I would like to use that as an excuse for my poor performance tonight. You know, this is Hollywood, so that works for me. I want to use uh, Allie's hangover as an excuse for my poor form for right? so please. <laughs> You're yeah, empathetic. They, yeah, they, I can spread this around. Anybody who As wants opposed to. to the real reason, which is I went camping yesterday. Oh, <laughs> did you fight a bear? Uh, if the bear was me and fighting was trying to get to sleep, yes. Oh, is it the hard ground with sticks? Uh, it was an air mattress that was very cold. <laughs> I've had those deeply. And a sleeping bag that was too small and uh, just, I'm more than 30 now. And your porridge was not just right. No. <laughs> well, we'll all... I'm upset about that porridge. <laughs> well, all have empathetic hangovers and napovers together. We'll try to nap more. Allie, what is your studio name this oh, evening? right. Uh... Gold Snatch Films. Right? Like Goldfinger, but like a snatch? Yeah, and the gold from my name. You, know, I get, you get it. You get it. That's glorious. So, uh, everybody place your bets right about now because we're about to get into it. So what's going to happen? I'm going to give two of you a genre. You're going to pitch competitively. The audience is going to decide the winner. I will say midpoint. Marcus, how you feeling? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> The last stop as soon as I focus on you. Great. That foretolds well for this competition. Uh, Shane, who do you want to see first up in the hot seat? Well, not me. <laughs> not you. Okay. This is well, a situation I find myself in. Let's start with Ben. Just right? a decision is a hot seat. In oh. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm here. You know? All right. I'm, yeah. You're I'm here. up here. Let's do this. You're ready. Ben Harkins, just for Ben Studios. Uh, the first round will have you go against Laura and Whitley of Garden. All right. Avant Gardettos. There we go. I'm getting it. <coughs> so both of you get ready. And here's first I'm going to tell you the genre, then we're going to flip your cards. Your genre is, uh, I want you to steal the show. I want you to steal tonight. I want a heist movie. Something everybody can get excited for. You know, it happens a lot. There's the oceans, 11 or 12 of them, anyways. Make it and fun, it make it good. Here's your audience. Please them, primarily. Let's see what Just for Ben Studios' cards are. You get, ooh, a classic, but beach. 
Yes, that's my ultimate vacation zone. Mm -hmm. You get fish out of water and with a twist. So start putting that in your brain. Let's work out a heist movie right about now. Uh, and let's see what Alvin Gardetters gets. Laura Ann Whitley, you get, ooh, sport dog. Ooh. <laughs> High stakes games of chance and conspiracy. Or is it? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, your approximate minute to start planning those starts approximately several seconds ago. Three, two, one. All right, now let's count them down. <laughs> Wait, what did we just do? You said let's count them down in 10 seconds. Uh, oh, I get it. <laughs> okay, 10. So do I go now? Oh, uh, you Or can. do I go in 10? This guy looks ready. This guy looks ready. But or did because we do the count? of that, just for Ben, we're going to put Avant Gardettos first. Are you ready? Yes. She sounds it. Okay, Avant Gardettos, let's hear your pitch, please. I'll tell you midpoint when you're about halfway through 30 seconds. And let's hear your pitch, please, in three, two, one, go. Okay. So this is like a movie within a movie because it's like there's a bunch of like famous like athlete dogs that are competing for the new role in like Airbud 7. Mm. And so they've been like asked by a secret like a secret voice um, to find a McRib during off McRib season. Oh, it's so hard and you it's want it so It's so much. hard and we never know when it's coming back because the government takes yes. it away intermittently. Yes and create scarcity. That's my whole pitch. <laughs> it just says, Air Bud, Steel McRib, Amanda Bynes, government takes it away. And that's all you need. Round of applause. I think we get the whole thing that kind of writes itself. Uh, final, or what the first question, what is the working title for this script? Oceans 420. Oh, so there can be a 420 tie-in with the McRib. I feel it's implied. <laughs> can we not make it text? Pardon? It's just subtext? That's fine. It's artsy. It's artsy. It's avant. That's true. Gardettos. That's true. Uh, what's the most artistic scene in this film? Um, hmm. Let's see. Probably like one of the dogs trying to look itself in the mirror to be like, who am I? But like dogs can't really see themselves in the mirror. I've seen that happen. Yeah. So probably just like, I don't know, maybe like, um, like a Coldplay song in the background, you know, <laughs> something like um, artsy, but also very accessible. All right. Right. And Amanda Bynes is there. Yeah. I feel like this would be like a really good place for her to make her like artistic comeback, you know. And how do we get the rib off season? What's that heist payoff? Oh, you get to be like the new Airbud or whatever. Whoa. That's the prize. Whoa. This sounds like a dog show I could get into. Uh, one more round of applause for Ocean's 420. <laughs> ben, did you know? Yeah, okay. So this movie is called... Uh... Oh, are you ready? Let's set you up. Okay, okay let's yeah. hear the competing pitch. I thought he had notes. Yeah, he just tell so me when to go. Okay. Tell me when to... You see your McRib in the distance on a string? Look yeah, at when that. the gates are open. Set you up in three, yeah. two. Let's hear just for Ben's pitch in three, two, one, go. Okay, so this movie is called Mountains Ocean. <laughs> and uh, it's a kid. He, he, you know, he grew up in Aspen and his name is... Uh, is uh, Max Ma Travis Mountain, and uh, he's a really good skier. But here's the thing: his parents are moving. He doesn't want to move. 
his stepdad's a douchebag. And he goes there and he's like, Mom, I don't want to fucking live in stupid, in a, this stupid, wonderful beach community. And they, they, that's where they moved to. It's like the beach. It's like perfect in California. And everybody, nobody skis there because they don't have mountains. They just have waves. And like, why don't you get on a real wave? And he learns how to surf and he sucks. And everyone's like, fuck you. You suck, dude. Like, you're never going to, you're never going to fit in here. He's a real, like, fish out of water. And then, fish out of water in water. And then, um, he gets into, uh, he, he meets, like, the rich douchebag in the town's, um, there's like a rich douchebag in the town who has a firstborn son who's really good at surfing. And, uh, you know, it's it, from there, you know, you, you've seen the movie where it's just two dudes just kind of facing off over surfing. And, uh, but the twist of the whole thing is that um, instead of coming to the surf competition where he's supposed to beat the guy. He can't beat the rich douchebag's first son in surfing. He knows that. But he can um, rob his house while his family (laughs) is away. That's a good twist. Round of applause for Mountains Ocean starring Travis Ocean. Thank you. There was a great twist. It was like whatever that cool movie was where the kids stole from the rich people. Mm -hmm. Robin Hood. Yeah. An old one. Like those three movies, Robin like Hood. Like those several Robin yeah. Hoods. Yes. <laughs> like the furry one that was very handsome. We all know. That's very the best handsome. One. Very yeah. handsome. Um, what actor are you envisioning for Travis Ocean or uh, Mountain, whatever it was? Uh, I don't know. How about the funny kid from Stranger Things? You know, the one with no teeth. I like sure. him. Sure. Oh, toothless. Yeah. Great. Yeah. He's available. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's rooting for him all the time. Let's go for that. <laughs> he has enough problems, and it's very brave that he skis at all. Or yeah. surfs at all. <laughs> yeah. Does both in the movie. He only surfs at the beginning. Okay. Or, 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 no, only skis at the beginning. Uh, panel, anybody else have notes for either of these films before we take it to the box office? Questions? Comments? Uh, seem like flawless pitches to me. Yes. They were yes. Both, both masterfully done. You both did very well. You should feel very proud of yourselves. Thank you. More butt. More butt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ben, what's a scene with a butt in your movie? There's just always close-ups of butts. (laughs) Even the kid from Stranger Things? Have you? I was going to say. Yes. Every time he gets on a board. Every time he gets on a board. Every time they're like, do, 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 do. Now we're in school. Butt, 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 butt. Here, now we're at the beach. Do, 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 do. Well. Always close-ups of butts. It's just the way they did it in Top Gun, you know? <laughs> it's true. Okay, yeah. so you're going to have all the homoeroticism. It's all Top subtext. Gun. It's not text. Let's Sub- make it text, but I mean, we'll wait till he's 18, right? Right? No, he's ready. Okay. Yeah, all right, he can handle it. <laughs> all right, box office. Start calculating your votes. You're getting a lot of flavor. <laughs> from just for Ben <laughs> just for Ben preferences <laughs> um, alright alright great hey Let's, this isn't me this is just you know thinking it's just Hollywood this just is what happens when you talk without thinking <laughs> this is what they're gonna play at your funeral is a recording of that pitch 
Just that part over and over again. No, the kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> Show his butt. Ass out. Show me his butt. He's ready. Give me a break. Uh, I can't wait for that funeral. No, I can't. I can. I can wait. Was that a threat? <laughs> Having a show is right. You threaten your contestants. I'll do better next time. You did great. You did great. And it doesn't matter what I say. Let's take it to the audience. Audience, we're going to ask for rounds of claps, and we are going to have Laura's movie first. So let's hear it for Guard. Avant Gardettos is Ocean's 420. Very nice. Very nice. That's your opening Friday right there. Very polite. Uh, next, let's hear it for Just for Ben's Mountains Ocean. The people want what the people want. It's hard to compete with butts. I know. Yeah. I think it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Tough butt fair. Dun dun dun. Okie dokie. Well, that was certainly one round of pitch, please. But we certainly have two other contestants who are champing at the bit to get in the mix. Just like horses. Just like horses, this is a dressage show. Just like Shatner, we like dressage. We favor it, we need it, we love it. Uh, and you know what else we love besides dressage? We want Oscar bait. We want a golden nude man in a statue that I can say that I had a part of that will make all of my friends learn their place. What, wait, what part of the golden nude man do you want? The whole thing, but oh. mostly the taint. So work on that, Shane. His, his legs are closed. You can't sculpt the taint um, that way. We can open those up. That is not a problem for an ambitious sculptor of nude men, Shane, which I thought that you were familiar with. Are you attacking my yes. artistic integrity? Yes. <laughs> How dare you? Please continue the show. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we'll get to Shane's artistic integrity in just a minute because he draws some beautiful posters. We'll get there. Anyhow, let's see what our contestants' cards are, starting with... Yeah, he is. He's threatening you. This is a threatening show. Starting with three-fifths, what do you get? Ooh, you get bad war, bad guys, bad shots, and happy endings. That's your Oscar bait. Win me a nude man. Uh, Holly Rheingold of Gold Snatch. You get heroic face of property damage, vaguely European supervillain, and one of my favorites, unreliable narrator. Your approximate minute to approximately pitch me some real statuette bait starts right now. Three, two, one. Ding, 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 ding. If you write another word, we're going to throw you out on the streets. <laughs> the streets are right there. This is a legitimate threat. We threaten our contestants. Oh, no, we're great. Everyone's having a great time. Pitchers, how you feeling, Allie? You ready? Uh. Yeah. Great. I trust <laughs> Definitely. that. Definitely. And I'm also ready. Let's hear your pitch, please, from Gold Snatch Studios. Let's hear it in three, two, one, go. Okay. Uh, the curtain rises. It's not a real curtain because this is a movie. Um, the, our hero is Daphne Cloudbuster. And uh, this film uh, is just, it's, it's pretty poignant film. Uh, so there's not going to be, you know, crazy antics or hijinks necessarily because it's a more of like coming to understand yourself kind of thing. Um, but Daphne Cloudbuster doesn't know where she's from. Uh, she was raised in an orphanage and um, 
it's, it, she's like uh, maybe 18 years old now, and um, she's kind of getting set off into the real world, and so she decides she wants to find, she's heard hints that she does, uh, that her father is actually alive, and um, she decides she needs to go find her dad. So um, she follows a trail of clues with help from her friend Eloise, and uh, these clues lead her to a, a vaguely European country. Uh, like all so of our ancestry. Yeah, of course, Basically. obviously. So um, she goes to this country, and um, before she can get into finding her dad, she discovers um, somehow that there is uh, this. There have been reports of. Um, now this hits close to home for her because she finds out that there is a, a, a has been like a rampage of bunnies being stolen from orphanages in this country, and she's like, oh, "This is terrible because who would steal bunnies from from these kids?" And um, so she, instead of tracking down her dad, she just her, she decides with Eloise that they need to find this man, and. Um, uh, this is good. This is we're we're veering way off course, but you, we're, we're, this is going to all come together. Okay. It's very dramatic. She finds out who music. is stealing the bunnies from orphanages, and it's Vladimir. <gasps> and wow, is he evil? Um, <laughs> obviously, he's stealing bunnies from orphanages. <laughs> so so um, somehow they figure out where he lives, and uh, Daphne Cloudbuster and Eloise uh, break into his house and do kind of a Home Alone style like. <laughs> Thing where there, I mean, it's very destructive uh, of like all of his nice things. He's you know a Cruella Deville kind of character, right? So they destroy his house basically, um, and then at the end, uh, we figure out that. Um, uh, wait a minute. Wait, no, this is gotta okay, wait. Hold, for hold the on, payoff. no, wait. This is the payoff. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, we realize. Oh, I forgot to mention that Daphne uh, is 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 a um, she she lies. So she's been lying this whole time. Uh, and uh, we find out that Vladimir is her dad. And, uh, but then we find out, but then we find out that he's not her dad because it turns out she doesn't have a dad and she never had a dad. And so she's an unreliable narrator. But, but, but the way this resolves is that she realizes that she doesn't need a dad at all because the real dad was with... The, okay, that's... Hold on. I have to think about my phrasing here. <laughs> the real she dad. She doesn't... She has a moment of um, kind of realizing that she... Like, she has this very poignant moment of... It's like a... It's an Oscar-worthy moment. Let's just say that. Okay, there's tears and there's poignancy and... Um, this this makes no sense. It makes perfect but sense. You gotta watch. You've just gotta watch it. I think you uh, gotta see it six times you gotta in watch theaters. It. Wow. So we it took a while to get there, but um, what do you call it? Um, the the long dark um, journey to Vladimir. Can I can I suggest Dadimir? Oh wow. Yeah, you sure can. Yay! A round of applause for Dadimir! But somebody else can argue with is me. That is that giving not. away the ending, or is that not giving away the ending? See? Or is that, yeah, you I'm don't even know. Even after hearing it, yeah. <laughs> can I make it a suggestion? Yeah. The long, jar dark journey to Dadimir? 
That's good. I always like a question mark on a marquee. Oh, the question mark? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's good. Because then, then that's, they'll never guess. They'll never get it. Yeah. Uh, panel, any questions or notes? Can you sort through that memento like tapestry? Yeah, what a roller coaster. I was invested immediately. Um, does, <laughs> does Daphne have two moms then? Or like, how'd she get here? Uh, well, that's for the sequel. Oh, shit. Is she I the first, like, non-men it required? Was a, uh, immaculate Conception, actually. Ooh. I love it. Okay, I love it. What yeah. if it was just, like, the dad was inside of all of us, like, you're your own... <laughs> Daddy? <laughs> that's, I think, what she was trying not to say, yeah, that our yeah. dad that's is inside of, what, of that's us. That's what I was trying not to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I was like, I won't say it, but thank God Ben's here just for Ben yeah. to say that about say it, dad. Telling it like it is. <laughs> Christ, Jesus. Oh, so that's something you can see with the family Christmas weekend. Get a think on it. That is the long, dark journey to Dadamir. That's one of these possible potential pitches. But we have another prancing pony. That's not what I was trying to say, for the record. I was trying to say, like, oh, maybe if you find your own role model like within your never mind fuck it wait now that you've taken it back i'd like you to speak more about the dad inside of you well if your dad's not around i guess you gotta fucking make up your own dad then how about that <laughs> that's, that's like a thing. that we can all get behind yeah, you make that the thing. our dad okay inside of us <laughs> not to on get that, that sensitive all right Let's move right on to our next potential pitch. We have Oscar bait. Why are we wasting time with dads when there's Oscars to be won? Marcus Coleman, are you ready? Yeah, so this is going to come out around like uh, like December and shit. Like okay. In, in, that good, in that good Oscar time. Great, because so we didn't quite make it. Let me set you up. Let's hear from Three Fifths in three, two, one, go. All right, so this is in the near future. It's like the year 2035. The race war is officially popped off. Like it is in like it's salad years. Like it's as good as it's gonna get. Um and the country divided to the darks and the lights. The way it was, you know, naturally gonna go. Uh and the secret weapons in this war are the white Cubans. Um, they're the wild cards. So we send the white Cubans in to infiltrate the the whites. We've been doing that for a long time. And finally, uh one of those double agents falls in love with a soldier and during pillow talk tells him all our secrets and then he gets captured. So now he's held hostage by the whites. Ooh. This white Cuban is held hostage by the whites. He's being uh, tortured for information and we have to send someone in to get him. Another, except this time, it's a double agent. It's Paul Rudd. Oh. Paul Rudd's the only white man I trust. So. Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, Paul Rudd, uh, he's so likable, so we employ him to just go back to the whites, and then he takes white Cuban guy, and they escape, and they get shot at in the mud, in the jungle, and everybody's missing, because honestly, who would want to shoot Paul Rudd? That's the whole idea behind having him here. It's like, you just protect him, because nobody wants to kill Paul Rudd, and... Uh, yeah, the happy ending is every white person's killed except Paul Rudd. Round of applause! What a happy ending. That could make a lot of money. People are gonna wanna see that for catharsis, for progress. Mm -hmm. uh, what? Oh, just gonna ask you. I was you? gonna say what it was yeah. called. 
It's called Light Ain't Always Right. Perfect. Oh, that was my question. Light Ain't Always Right. Very nice. Uh, I can't wait to see those old stodgy... It's a Spike Lee joint. Ooh. I was wondering how the Oscar committee was going to approach it because they are traditionally not... Guilty. They're going to approach it with guilt. Uh, <laughs> guilt can really equal awards. Ooh. Was that light ain't always right? Very interesting. Uh, panel, any other questions or note for that film prospect? Um, I have a question. Are salad years like salad days, but more of them? Like longer? Yeah. Nobody talks about like the days of war. He's like, man, that was a crazy week. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> the, yeah. I don't know, tw uh, 2035 to 2037. Those are the, the good years. Solid years. Okay, cool. I love it. The grunge years. What is the most uh, significant battle that mm. is depicted in the, like in, the, that. in the movie? Uh, the battle for North Portland. <laughs> <laughs> it's been coming, people. We deserve this. Portland, any white guilt you'd like to get out of the way while we're here? Get it out before awards ceremony. Uh, so we just saw two pretty perfect pitches. One of them will be coming to wink screens near you because this is totally real and you're all getting millions of dollars. But who's getting a million dollars right now? First, we're going to hear it for The Long Dark Journey to Dadimir. Very nice, respectable. I think they got a little confused in the third reel, but they're willing to wait it out because of the visuals. And you actually do have Vladimir Putin in this, is that right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. you get to see him nude, so that's good. Uh, I'll tell you that after you clapped. Anyways, let's hear it <laughs> for lighting always right. Ooh, very polite, very decent on both of you. Did anybody hear a heat or should we do it again? One more time for Dadimir. Spicier, a little spicy. One more time for Light and Always Right. Shane, I can't tell who won. I'm trying to leave me alone. <laughs> Go into my room, God. I don't know, ask Randall. Randall, who won? Allie. Allie wins. Woo! By a hair, very close. <laughs> It was, you know, the Oscar award winners could just get behind that a little better, but I appreciate what you brought to the screen because it's certainly due. Hmm. Okay. We've seen several amazing pitches at this point, but now I want to see what these screenwriters do when we put them together. Ha-ha. We're going to do partners round. And in this partners round, you're going to be tasked with pitching a musical. That's right. I want songs in the theater. I want to clap my hands on time or not. I just want to be there. I want it to hit me. I want to make that money. So, oh, Shane, hold it. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Uh, let's partner up. Uh, let's see. Ben Harkins of Just for Ben Studios. As a previous winner, you get the prize of picking your partner. Right? <laughs> That's how this usually wow. goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll use the microphone. What was that? I'll, I'll use the mic. Yeah. Are you, do you want to be on my team? Do you oh, not want yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Portland's yeah. so polite. Wow. I have the heat this way, but it never works. Uh, that means you two are also partners. 
winner and a not so winner, but a lot of heat to bring to the stable. So we're gonna show your cards in a second. Uh, the trick with this one is that you will switch places. A person A will speak until I say midpoint, then your partner will take it home. So you're gonna cut it right down the middle. A gimmick that always works. Always works. never forgotten about. Ah, what? <laughs> works every time, Shane, God. Go into my room. So uh, let's see. We have two teams. One of them um, is a golden three-fifths. Golden three-fifths. Let's see your cards for this musical round. Ooh, you get corpse hijinks, sexy hackers, and huge worms. That's a hand everybody wants, but it's yours to make a musical feature with. Congratulations. And then next up, we have Just for Avant-Gardettos, and you get Perpetual Pop, Brain Jail, and getting pulled back in for one last big score. Your minute to plan us some beautiful musical features as partners starts several seconds ago, and go. Let's see, I think I have just for men, just for avant men's garditos. I think I have your cards ready. Are you ready to do your pitch for a musical? Yes. Excellent. Let's hear from y'all in three, two, one, go. So our musical is somewhat based on Mamma Mia, but um, it's like a daughter's and mom's journey to figure out who the daughter's dad is. Um, but instead of ABBA, it's based around the music of Third Eye Blind. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the mom invites a bunch of dudes to where they live in Ohio, and uh, they're all just, you know, singing songs, but no one can actually figure out, like, who her dad is. The daughter kind of falls into a depression. Too much Third Eye Blind. She's frustrated. Midpoint, switch. There's too many men there, and uh, they can't figure out who the dad is, and she has, she's questioned everybody. It's, it's, it's bringing her down so much, and she's like, I guess I don't really know who my dad is, and I'm never going to find out. I'm going to kill myself. And she walks out <laughs> onto the roof, and then um, uh, a man approaches her and just says, like, I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. And I don't know the other words to that one, but I know that song, I think, and uh, it turns out that that guy, that's her dad. Round of applause! And he was also a, uh, that guy who, you, who was her dad also used to talk other people off of ledges. And he quit that job. And then he came back to it just for this, to save his daughter that one time. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful. Now I covered the bases. All right. Bases covered. Uh, what do you call that film? That beautiful musical dad blind song show? Um, uh... <laughs> Step back from the ledge? Papa Pia? <laughs> Just do, do, do. Do, do, do. It's too late. I'm already writing Papa Pia. Papa Pia. All right. That's how that is better anyway. Works. Yeah, like once I started saying it, I was like, God, that sucks. It grows on you. I like saying it a lot. Yeah, try not to get it in your head, but it's catchy. 
Let's see. Okay, so that's a musical. It features dads and suicide. I think America's ready for it, basically. 90s nostalgia, very good. Um, what are some of the great dad actors we can look forward to in this? Tony Danza. Oh, he's a great dad actor. Yeah, Ray, uh, Ray Romano. Okay. Mark yeah. Ruffalo. The brunettes of like, yeah. The brunette dads. Yeah. Neil Diamond Phillips. Whoa. Does he want... Is he one of the incestuous dads? Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Glass. Philip Glass. <laughs> These are some great dads. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, what's the saddest part of the movie? Um, well, right when our female lead is about to jump off yeah. the ledge, that's the saddest part. Or is it sadder when the music starts? No. No. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, it brings you to tears, but for different reasons, because they're connecting. That's a great time to cry. Okay, okay, audience, we just heard Papa Pia put a pin in that. That's a pretty perfect pitch. Could be the musical America's ready for. But we have some competition. We have some other people coming to the Pitch Please office with some very beautiful screenplays. That's right, we have three-fifths of a golden snatch, which is just enough to win Hufflepuff, I think. How are you guys feeling? Right? Great. Yeah, I feel really Excellent. good. Excellent. Really good. Let's hear, figure out who's starting, and let's hear your musical pitch starting in three, two, one, go. Okay. Huge worms are attacking the planet. Of course. So uh, a group of sexy hackers gets together to attempt to defeat the worms. Uh, now their plan, because they don't want to sacrifice humans you know, in this epic war against the worms. So they decide, what if we insert a chip into a bunch of dead corpses and reanimate them? So our first musical number is Hack That Ass Up. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's kind of a more R&B type musical. Um. <laughs> uh, that's a good point to switch. No reason. And, um, So, the reanimated corpses <laughs> go to war against the giant worms. Midpoint, switch. <laughs> the classic R&B song. Back that <laughs> Romantic. Uh, so <laughs> you need Ben crying. He's okay. It's, uh, yeah, uh, it's actually right after they play Hack That Ass Up, they have another song called uh, My Huge Worm Don't Want None Unless You Got <laughs> Bun Time. Um, but they finally, want, they, they, we fight, we're fighting these hackers. <laughs> we're trying to domesticate them and ride them and shit. We finally realize that, oh, these huge worms are just looking for water. They just want somewhere to live. So finally, we befriend them all and we, uh, we, we change the song from My Anna. My huge worms don't want none to I like huge worms and I cannot lie. Ah, uh, it's a beautiful anthem. And at the big, uh, at the big giant uh, dance at the end, everyone does the worm. Round of applause for that crowd-pleasing R&B remix. Uh, first question, what's your working title? Uh -oh. Slitherman. 
I feel like this can be a really good album. We can just worry about the sales of the album and the film can be just a music video. Which is good from a money standpoint. That's good. Uh, are the worms CGI or practical or? Uh, it's, it's a George Miller film, so it's uh, it's very practical. <laughs> like nylons. It's just he, he employed a bunch of seven footers and they're all like in a big tube together. <gasps> <laughs> I want to watch the behind the scenes on that because that sounds very intimate for those <laughs> professionals. Hmm. Uh, panel, any other notes or queries? I love a good Slender Man reference. <laughs> they didn't do that good with their movie, but it's time for you to do better than the Slender Man movie, and I think you can do it. I hope so. I hope so. So, you just heard two pretty perfect pitches, but which one is going to be the musical that wins your heart, audience? Let's go. First of all, let's hear it for Papa Pia. Decent. Decent. Oh, they're working it up and it didn't go up. Ooh, let's hear it for Slitherman. That's what the people want. That is what the people want. Good game, good game, good job. Good game, good game. So this whole time, I've been accumulating your Hollywood money heights, and I have determined a winner. Uh, the winner, even though she has a hangover, is Ali Rheingold. <laughs> Golden snatch, all that golden wow. glitters wow. come this far. I never would have imagined. Up the Hollywood chain, you have one more task ahead of you besides uh -oh. nursing off this hangover. No. And that's to go head to head against me, no, no. the creator oh, no. of the game. Oh, it's kind of scary, but I lose a lot too. <laughs> so it's anybody's game. Before we get to there, Shane, do you. Oh, we'll do it in a second. I remember. Okay, so we'll just go. Uh, round three, or round four. The very special thing is that we're going to do a sequel to one of the films we've already seen. Oh, Ali wow. as the winner who has walked up the mountain, the Travis Mountain. You get this your feels choice. like a punishment. It <laughs> is. Your prize is a punishment. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> More pitch, please. Hooray. <laughs> our poor... Okay, round of applause for all of our panelists coming here, doing this out of their own time, making it up off the top of their heads. It's been a fantastic evening. We've seen a lot of shit. It's a lot of good shit. It's a lot of weird shit. A lot of shit. <laughs> First drafts are my favorite. Ah, so round four. You get to choose your choice of something to sequel. Let me read through you what we have so far. We started with Oceans 420. We went to Mountains Ocean. Then we went to the long dark journey to Dadamir. Light ain't always right. Papa Pia or Slitherman? So, Ali, out oh of all gosh. those amazing movies, what do you want to make the sequel do? Uh, <laughs> Big choices. Wow. Good money, no um, I think... I'm trying to remember the plot. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Smart. You can refer to posters. Anybody hold them okay. up? Help us remember. Okay. So yeah, the that posters was... will definitely tell Good. you what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Because they're very good. Uh, they certainly are. This is a uh, okay. I think I'll, let's do Mountains Ocean. Oh, Mountains Ocean. Sequel to Mountains Ocean. Attainable. I was thinking about that one myself. I love Whiting Always Right. I don't feel qualified to make the sequel. <laughs> it's called Taking a Lesson, People. Okay, very good. Allie has Ocean Mountains Ocean. 
So, so I can get down with Ocean's 420. I get that. I get that. Okay, great. Uh, Shane, I'm going to hand you over hosting duties while I start thinking of my screenplay as soon as I show us our cards. Yeah, please do that. That'll be great. Uh, Allie Rheingold, here is your deck. You get... Yes, that one's tricky, but I trust you with it. <laughs> you get Magical Minority, which is a movie trope, but you can do better than movies have been so far. <laughs> and you get Planned Pregnancy. And to go with that, how about some supernatural disaster? Portland, please note that's our skyline. That's us getting lightninged from Cthulhu right here, right now. Ali, good luck. You are the winner so far. I hold out hopes for you. What do I get? Um, I get Daddy Mummy. This is the only card with dad in it, but we've done so many dad films already. We're <laughs> just going back to that dad business, which is good. I get Tripping Balls and League of Lovable Losers. And I'm going to start thinking of my sequel to Ocean's 420 based on that poster. Yeah, remember what happens in that one? Kind of, yeah. They're trying to get the McRib so they can get a part in oh. Air Bud 7, but the government keeps taking the McRib. So. <laughs> I forgot it was the rib. Thank you. Amanda Bynes is in it. Great. Bunch of dogs. Great. Remember? <laughs> little. Little, yeah. Good luck, Carol. I'm going to hand out these posters <laughs> now. <laughs> Three, two, one. Okay, okay. My studio's name is Donkey Kong 69 Studios. We have the rights to Donkey Kong in 69 -y. Just want you to know. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, open on Amanda Bynes. She's an adult lady. Uh, she's doing okay. She had some bad times on the internet, but she's fine. She's fine. She's running a fast food franchise. That way, she can get her McRib on anytime she make wants. And it's going great. She even finds something to do with her useless old dad. She puts him as a cashier. But turns out, dad can't even do that, and he dies. So what are you going to do with your dead dad? You're going to deep fry him right in there. You're going to get McRibs for free. But what Amanda Bynes didn't know is her dad was big into Molly all the time. That's why he died. His McRibs are full of McDrugs. And there's a new Happy Meal where every Happy Meal comes with McMolly ribs. And it's going off like gangbusters. And the League of Lovable Losers is the government. And they come to shut it down. They're coming, the man's coming to shut back down the McRibs. But they just stab those guys, cook their ribs, and add some drugs. And that is the sequel to Ocean's 420. This one's called Ocean's 469. Thank you. Mm, yeah. Mm. And it's very moody. And uh, it's black and white until the dad dies. And then everything turns to color. <laughs> such a nice touch. It's, it's supposed to inspire the millennials. I really want them to have some place to hang out and finger bang each other while the film is playing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't compete with this. Ooh, but you Jeez. are. They don't need a special place. <laughs> we need a place? Wait, Oceans. What? Oceans 469. Four. Four, six, nine. Six. <laughs> Your timer's going off. I, I already did it. I did it. You don't have a timer. I, you don't have a watch. It's a clock. It's got a phone. Oh. Welcome to the 21st century. Millennial. All right, so that's one potential pitch. 
But we have somebody who's clawed up from the very bottom and now she's at the top. Can she make a superior sequel? Will the snatch stay golden? I don't know, Shane. Lead her in. He's <laughs> busy. Tarnished. Tarnished. You want to make me host to draw at the same damn time? I know. Carolyn? I know. We use Shane for a lot. Allie, Jesus. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. She's super <laughs> ready. Oh, yeah. She's as ready as ever, so baby. Ready. Let's see your deft handling of these tricky cards in three, two, one. Okay. Um, Mountain has done a lot of growing since we last saw him. <laughs> uh, so much growing, uh, in fact, that he has fallen in love. Uh, with a surfer chick, um, despite the fact that he's not actually that good at surfing and he's more into skiing, as we know. Um, but he's fallen in love and they've decided to have a baby. Wow, so sweet. Um, but in the middle of the pregnancy, uh, a strange cosmic aurora borealis type thing starts permeating butt beach. Um, oh. And... It is revealed that uh, somehow they figured out that this this weird thing it, it basically is is uh, killing people. It's making people sick. Everybody's like, we find out that it's because they just think there are too many there's too many butts on Butt Beach and they're too sexy and it's just this weird stuff is not having it. Um, enter our magical minority who um, you know is a is a wise person who has to come in and explain that. The only way to make this weird thing go away, this weird uh, permeating oozy aurora borealis, uh, is to sacrifice a baby. <gasps> and so uh, <laughs> they decide, not not like kill the baby, but like offer up the baby. Okay, oh, like okay, just the baby's soul. Yeah, sure. Okay. And um, and so Mountain and his his lovely lady, baby mama, um, River, River, Mountain and River agree that you know they're probably too young to be really be having a kid anyway and actually maybe they want to pursue some other things oh, first yeah. so they were like actually this works out pretty well because i think maybe we were a little too hasty in making this decision to have a baby so uh they give the weird aurora borealis stuff the baby and it goes away and everybody's happy at the end round of applause so um was that ending an abortion no because it could she be. Ha well, I mean, it could be. Sure, but uh, maybe that's for you to decide. Okay, nice and ambiguous. You still want that Oscar bait? <laughs> still trying to wow them. Uh, what do you call it? Um, baby's ocean. Baby's ocean. Yeah, baby's ocean. Sequel to Ocean's Four Twenties. Baby. Oh no. Sequel to Mountains Ocean. Mountains. You're right. Baby's ocean. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Baby's. Ocean. Uh, panel, any questions or notes? Which actor are you going to cast as the... As the as old boy from... The older boy from Stranger Things? Or as you as your uh, magical oh, minority. Oh, the magical minority? Hmm. Well, that's Which a good actor? question. Um, um, maybe... Queen Latifah. Ooh, I love her. That's good. Yeah. Who you calling a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have that in the trailer. <laughs> right when she's... So what's the baby sacrifice scene like? How's that go? Um, it's actually kind of whimsical. Uh, yeah. It's like a weird montage. I don't know. <laughs> it's like an end days baby montage where they're all artfully dressed, but in a soup pot. Yes. I have a question. Yeah. The evil Aurora Borealis? Yeah. The Northern Lights? Mm -hmm. Is it evil? Good, that's what I drew. 
Yeah, it's evil. Oh, yeah, it's evil. Of course it's evil. Was that not clear? I was just checking. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Evil. There was a lot there, so I was just making sure I didn't zone out at any point when I was trying to draw I mean, sure you did even if you did, you <laughs> earned your bacon for I today. Had, I had to turn a magician into Queen Latifah, so. <laughs> How was that? Did was that go? a little go? busy. Who's to say that they aren't one? Yeah. They are now. So, panel, we just saw two pretty much perfect sequels. Uh, people who originated these films. Any last notes before we go into voting? How do you feel having originated Oceans? I'm, I'm Mountains Ocean. Mountains, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I think it's good. I think there's a major tonal shift. Yeah. He's uh, a lot. From the genre. Like, I think I was going for more of like an 80s kind of party vibe, and this sort of turns into sort of an HP Lovecraft nightmare with <laughs> child death. But, um, We're really going to uh, startle your fan base. I yeah. mean, Better Off Dead was Just to say, weird. that's not fun. Mm. <laughs> Fun. But you know, you, you, uh, it's not my movie anymore. So you know, fuck it. Yep, that's exactly the attitude. I think I think this is the movie away. though that's gonna make people realize that ba- baby sacrifices can be fun. So there's that. Yeah. And if you just get some close-ups of butts and it's gonna, <laughs> oh, there, yeah. then it'll be the same. Yeah. <laughs> Director's trademark close-up yeah. of butts. I share that trademark. Laura, you originated with Avant Gardetto's Oceans 420. How did you feel about the sequel? I mean, I felt like you had a solid base to work with. Um, but <laughs> I loved it. I loved the, like, the Soylent Green, the, like, the McRib is people, but also the McRib is drugs. Like, and your dad. I'm, and your dad. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if the, the McRib is legal right now so I can right. get one later. Right? Anyone else hungry? Good product placement. I'm Capitalism. Capitalism, eat your dad. Damn. Damn. That's late capitalism, dog. <laughs> it's all connected. It's gonna come around. It's gonna be great. Okay, Portland, you are choosing the finale winner of tonight. <clears throat> Let's hear it for, oh, do me first since I went first. Hold Let's on. Go. Okay, you do it. I'll do it, because you're biased. You're going to make them clap. You're going you're gonna to say your movie all good, and then you're going to say Ali's movie all bad. Let's hear it for Ocean 69. <laughs> and let's hear it for Baby's Ocean. I heard a woo in there. I heard one more. Okay, one more. Okay, hold on. Shush, 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 shush. Okay, for real though. For real. Keep seas. Ocean's 469. All right. That's it. Baby's Ocean. That's what they should all sound like. You guys need to make better decisions. No, they're doing great. They'll need clearer decisions. Sure, but the heart wants what the heart wants. Audience, thank you so much for your claps. Uh, Ali Wrangled, you're the winner of Pitch Please. Such a nice edition. Thank you so much. You did it with a hangover. One hand tied behind your back. Congratulations. Thank you for all your films. My pl- wow, it's been a pleasure. I think I really need to... This is clearly a career move for me. <laughs> We're going to be wow. seeing more of Golden Snatch in the future. Uh, Ali, where can our audience find you or your work after this show? Uh, I'm going to be doing some shows um, for the All Jane Festival Ooh. this Thursday and Friday at Curious Comedy, and that's going to be really fun. Fantastic. Pitch Please will also be there on Saturday. Come see us. Support local comedy and ladies. Marcus Coleman, you're not a lady, but you are a fantastic pitcher. You brought a lot to the stage. Where can our audience keep up with you? Uh, first, I would like to say 
I hope that golden snatch doesn't turn my neck green. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good note. Secondly, uh, you can catch me. <laughs> good shade. After the game, very nice. Well, we're waiting to say it. Uh, every Wednesday, Mississippi Pizza Pizza Gang. Every uh, Wednesday at 9:30, Mississippi Pizza is a good time. Come listen to some rap music and listen to some comedy. Fantastic, and the pizza's good too. Tis. Laura Ann Whitley, when you aren't blessing us with your delightful avant-gardetto pitches, where can our audience find you? Oh, you can find me on, on Twitter uh, at whatever forever sixty nine. Ah, sweet. Um, thank so you. So I based the sequel right? Did you see? On brand for sure. There we go. There's only so many numbers, so some of them are better. Yeah. Um, I'll be on the All Jane Festival too. Um, I'm opening for Fortune Beamster at Rev Hall on Wednesday. Fantastic. I look forward to that. And Ben Harkins, you brought so much oh, here yeah. tonight of yourself, of your dad, of yeah. the ocean, of a mountain. Yeah, just, you know, way too much. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. You did it all. Where can our audience keep up with you? Uh, you can see me tomorrow at White Owl Social Club for the Optimism Showcase, hosted by Jaron George. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the day after that, you can catch me at Jade Lounge. I don't know what time that show is oh, happening. Oh, I'm on that show, too. Yeah. You're on that show. You're, you're, you, who's, who's in charge of that? Because I don't Andy, know who Andy um, Clark. Andy Clark. Okay, right. I need to talk to you after the show about that because I, I, I did not write down what time I'm supposed to be there. So, so just show uh, up the whole day and yeah. wait for Ben. Yeah, but um, it's going to be... Uh, yeah, two, that's uh, tomorrow and the next day. So, you know, you know what, what else are you doing? Sometimes, sometimes you're on public access, so just flip the channels. Oh yeah, yeah. If that. you flip the channels and just watch public access all the time, <laughs> you'll that. occasionally you see me do it. Uh, just uh, you know, bullshitting. So look so. forward to that, America and Portland in particular. Shane, when you're not drawing posters and yelling at me, where can our audience find the rest of your work and shows? Well, in the five minutes a week, I'm not yelling at Carol. Yep, pretty uh, easy. You can find me on Twitter at Shane Hosey, which is just my name which is S-H-A-N-E-H-O-S-E-A. Mm-hmm. And you can find my show, The Hosey Hustle, which is a podcast wherever you get podcasts. I do spec script. I help with that. Both Sun- great podcasts. And also, I've been trying to get more people to come to this wrestling show that I do called Plow, Portland Legends of Wrestling. And you straight up wrestle people. No, no you tell people no, to no, wrestle, but then no, they like, do no, arm no, wrestling. No, yes. no, no. The show is, we're a local promotion that lost our wrestling license. We're not legally allowed to wrestle anymore. So we just do promos yeah. and skits. Yeah. It's a very hard show to explain. <laughs> Nobody's coming to it. And I think that those two things might be related. It's very Ostergardettos. Yeah. It's wrestling without wrestling. It's yes. all you need. Wrestling without wrestling. Fuck you. Yeah. Subtext. It's a Text. lot of fun. Subtext. Carol, where can we find you? Online? Oh, yeah. Ben, do you have anything? You good? Okay. Did I look like it? No, I didn't. You I wasn't going to say anything. I am your host this evening. I am Carolyn May, and I made this game pitch. Please thank you all so much for coming. You can check me out on Twitter. I am at Carolyn Main, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, like the street. You can find Pitch Please on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, thank you to our producer, Randall Lawrence. 
Thank you to our audience here tonight. Thank you to Kelly's Olympian. Thank you to our sound guy. And that is Pitch, please. Thank you. Have a good night. Boom.